Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran. Earlier this year, in the build-up to the Springboard Roadshow, we hosted the chairman of Star Life Assurance, Frank Opong Yeboah, and he shared an amazing story that has become the story we in Springboard call Red Red. And you should, you should, you should have heard us. And among other things, he was speaking about preparation for an interview that he was going for his first big interview and he says he arrived at the venue in red red and this woman called him aside and said you must be joking you're looking for a job in the insurance industry and you come for an interview wearing red red (laughs) you don't do that (laughs) and so fortunately for him it was a two-day interview and his schedule fell for the next day so based on the good counsel he received he went back home and, and, and dressed up appropriately and came back the next day and got the job. And the rest, they say, is history. Just imagine what would have happened if he had gone in to see the panel dressed in red, red. Even if he supported Kumasi Asantikotoko, it was likely it was going to be a catastrophic interview. So today we talk about dressing or better still personality management and our professional success. Is there a link? What is the link? What, what was the correlation between how we manage our personality and our professional success? I am sure that you will find something very useful from basics about socks and belt and color of bag. You definitely will find something useful. Do you know you cannot sit? You cannot sit down and button your jacket at the same time. Did you know that if you didn't know well? That is something you can learn from the program tonight. So we'll be hearing the thoughts of Mrs. Grace Amir, being CEO of the FC Group, as shared at the Festival of Ideas 2015. And you will find out how even your deodorant can affect your job as chief finance officer. It's not about being a chartered accountant. Other things matter as well. This is the sixth and the final edition in our personal development series. And later in the later in the program, I'll open the phone lines for any questions and issues you may have about the whole of the personal development series. And if, if you've been following us, we've talked about investment, we've talked about pensions, and that was the hot subject yesterday at the at the at the career transition clinic. We've spoken about talent discovery and development, and last week it was about health management and the choices that relate to our health. If you have questions or issues and you want to send them by WhatsApp, the number to to send it to 024-9999555. 024-9999555. If you have questions on investment, pensions, talent dis- discovery, and health management that you would like us to answer, you can send it today and we'll make time along the program to open the phone line so you can ask your questions about any of these areas that we have covered in this six-part series um, we started last month and so this is the final one because next week we begin that big series called Leaders Digest last year we brought all the top CEOs the, the big CEOs and, and this year we'll take the bar even higher from next week in our Leaders Digest series and you don't want to miss that one but before we go into that yesterday at the Knowledge Center it was explosive because the Career Transition Clinic 
or what do you want to call the retirement planning clinic but it's a career transition because it goes way beyond retirement we looked at three issues and we looked at managing managing your health and ensuring that your health does not have a negative effect on your budget especially in your older years we looked at basic issues 10 new ways to earn extra income and charged every participant to develop four new income streams very simple but very effective and that was a very very hot session but the hottest of all creating a personal pension fund and the power to predict where you will be in the future that was very instructive and the the main highlight was the personal consulting sessions and the program closed for over three hours. People were still there talking to one consultant after another and it turned out to be a wonderful, wonderful time. Later in the program, I'm going to bring you the voices of some of the executives, the participants who attended the program, the networking that took place and all the benefits of being in that career transition clinic and I have so many requests from people who say do it again and we'll come. You know something, if you think that you need a clinic like this, just send your details, your name and your phone number to 544 Just send us your details and we'll put a, a new class together and confirm the date sometime in the month of October. So just, if you just are interested in this career transition clinic, just send your details to us and as soon as we can get a full class, we will firm up the details and kickstart one more class. Let me run through our commitments for the year and then we'll settle down to our discussion about personality management. By the way, what are you wearing for work tomorrow? Do you know that the colors you choose communicate something? Let's find out after we go through our commitments for the year. The first commitment we made at the beginning of the year was to read a good book every month. I beg your pardon. And if you want a book that I'm recommending today, it's the book Execution, The Discipline of Getting Things Done. I know many of you have read that book by Larry Bossidi and Ram, Ram Charan. The Execution, The Discipline of Getting Things Done. You will find it very instructive. We committed to attend personal development interventions. We also committed to sign up to the SMS Academy. And our tip for today is on discovery. And it simply says the discovery, the development, and the deployment of our God-given talent is one of the greatest and most important tasks in life. I've traveled to places with my talent that my degree didn't take me. The fourth commitment is to prepare a 20-year plan and the fifth one is to deliberately build social equity or a network of valuable friendships and relationships. This is Springboard, your virtual university. My name is Albert Okran. Tonight, we are looking at personality management and we want to look at how you can manage the entire personality, whether male or female. And it's targeted mainly at professionals, how to help us put ourselves together as best as we can to increase our options and give us an advantage in our work. This is the last in the series, our personal development series, the sixth and the last in the series. And we hope that it will put the icing on the cake on what has been a very good series of preparing ourselves to have an advantage in our careers. The discussion or, 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 or the voice you will hear is the voice of Grace Amel being the CEO of the FC Group, sharing some thoughts at the last festival of ideas held at the La, La Beach Hotel last month. Enjoy these thoughts and when we come back, we'll open the phone lines and hear from you on this as well as other subjects in the series. Please don't go away. Executive dressing and personality management. The first essential in business dress for both men and women is a good fit and it must fit your body shape. If your suit fits perfectly, it looks expensive. And if your institution or company or organization has a dress code, 
follow that dress code, but make your personality shine through the dress code by accessorizing correctly the right shoes, the right bag, the right pen. Don't do anything flashy. You know, something that is acceptable, it's not too harsh on the eyes of your colleagues. Things that will make them say, ah, oh, we are happy to always have you here. Wear the right perfume that is not uh, offensive. You know, some are too strong that as soon as you enter, people begin to sneeze. And we begin, we, sometimes we blend and blend all kinds of perfumes to make, formulate our own scent. It very, becomes very offensive. And so you want to be as mild as you can, especially in this climate. The heat does not allow us to wear strong perfume. Just get something mild in the day. You can wear the strong perfumes at night when the, whether the temperature is low. Okay, and your, 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 as much as you can, your deodorants should not be scented. If you are wearing perfume, don't wear scented deodorants. It will clash with the scents. The two scents will clash unless you are layering. When the same perfume brand is the same deodorant brand, the same lotion brand, then you are fine. But if you are mismatching, then you could have a problem. Okay, so plan your wardrobe. Have one side of your wardrobe to contain your business attire. And the rest can, you know, have the rest of your items. So that you want, you are, you are a business person, you are an executive. You want to get up and go. But you want to clearly plan the week that I'm wearing this on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And have the shoes and the bags, everything planned. So that when you get up, that does not give you stress. Sometimes you have to take care of your children, and, uh, manage breakfast, and then come and look for what to wear. Or you, when you are tired in the evening, you are going to sleep. Now you are thinking of, okay, I have to arrange something. I have to find something. And you may have forgotten that you have some very serious meeting in the morning. And you may have, you could dress down. And what impression would you be leaving on the minds of the people you are going to meet with? So plan your wardrobe and have everything must have nurses you must have all these women must you must always have a dress that beautiful black dress that is pick me and go in your wardrobe different types of blouses that can match your skirts and your uh, trousers if you decide to wear suit uh, jackets belts jewelry accessories but jewelry must be very subtle for work you not all the fingers all the bracelets are dangling and singing back and forth. Uh, the chain double or take chain. It's not necessary. You know, you are not on exhibition. You are just wearing something to enhance your look, to make you pleasant, to, to, to leave a memory, you know, an impression on people positively. Not like, ah, look at that woman. She's wearing too many jewels. You don't want to do anything. So less is more. Be simple. Be, do everything in moderation. And Color is also key. You don't want to wear yellow suit, jacket, or dress. You know, you don't want to wear colorful things to wear. F-tones, navy blue, gray, beige, black, they are great considerations for your wardrobe. And uh, have variety of shirts, blouses to accessorize or complement your things. Black is powerful. It, you know, black suit or black dress connotes power and uh, formality. Gray, 
formal, conservative, and sophisticated, like uh, Reverend Albert. He's, he's nicely dressed, very conservative. We know that about him, and we know he's also very sophisticated. Uh, navy blue, trust, loyalty, wisdom, confidence. Beige, dependable, conservative, flexible. And so if you are top-level executive, you don't wear beige because of the flexibility. Mm? Middle level, lower level, then, you know, it means that you are approachable, you are flexible. You can even wear it without a tie and you still flow. But you can't do that when you are top level. So don't wear beige jackets or suits if you are the top level because it, it says that you are very flexible and people may not take you, you know, yes. But for women, dress to match your age. If you are 40 and 50 or 60, and you want to dress like a small girl, <laughs> always be mindful of what people are thinking about you or saying about you behind your back. So dress to meet, uh, dress for your age. Don't show cleavage. Dress, you know, to, to fit your shape, your body, your age, and elegantly as a lady and as a gentleman. Don't wear those skimpy hanging, you know. It's also a suit. A suit, but it is hanging. It's not correct. It's not appropriate for that executive look. Okay, fit is always important. If you 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 are maybe you someone gave you a jacket in the office, and you, even though you are size twelve, you know that you are eleven and a half. Always have it fitted to the size eleven and a half. Don't just say okay, it's okay. I can just manage it because you wouldn't look, you know, perfect in it. You want. It's nicely fitted, then it looks expensive, then it's, you know, it makes a, sentence, a, a statement. So, never have a, a neckline that is too high to that you look like you are choking for ladies, or too low to show cleavage. Ideally, a V-neck is, is the best thing to wear for the office space. So, back should be reasonably sized. We know because of these stilettos we have to carry big bags because at the point it becomes unbearable. So you need to take them off and you have to put them in your bag and have your slipper on. Why should we punish ourselves? So if you know that you don't have to go through that, you don't need to carry a big bag because once the bag is big you are forced to fill it in, fill it with other items that you don't need and you are harming, you are, you are you know the bag will be going down one side of your arm always and we tend to hang our bags on one side mostly until that side becomes used so used to the weight you forget that you have to change to balance the weight and so eventually 10 15 years you'll be walking like that and you will never attribute it to the bag and the uh, the heavy load that you carry shoes and bag uh, uh, pants wallet books everything makeup bag everything is in that big bag Ideally, have the big bag all right. Have all your stuff, but carry a smaller bag that you can have your essentials in. And that one, in the office, the rounds you have to make, you can always carry the small purse around. And then in the evening when you are born, you can carry your hand luggage with you. <laughs> Moderation should be your watchword. Your dresses should be tight enough to show you are a woman and loose enough to show you are a lady, according to Edith Head. So, for men, it's about the artifacts. 
we want to look sharp. We want to see your pen with the gold tip or the silver tip. Even it can be coated. It's okay. But it's how you wear it. That is the compliment. Okay? So electronics shouldn't be flashy. Your belts should match your shoes. You know, what I hate to see is a brown belt and a black shoe. And I look at it and say, oh, this guy. <laughs> you know, be conscious of that. Always match. If you have one brown shoe, one, you know, one brown shoe and one black shoe, one brown belt and one black belt, you are fine. You can wear that for the next two years and before you change. So it's okay to invest in, you know, the colors to match, okay? Your socks. That one there, you should have a dozen. You should invest in a dozen at a time, okay? Because you cannot wash them and use them the next morning. So you have to wear fresh cotton socks every morning. And if you have an event in the evening, change the day one. Carry an extra socks because you would have sweated throughout the day. And your shoe would have absorbed some of the sweat. And if you are not careful to air the shoes and change your socks... You are creating a very nice environment for um, microorganisms to grow and thereby leading to athlete foot. As soon as you get home and your dog is around, you take off your shoes, they take your shoes. Because it smells like Willie. <laughs> you know, you don't want that to happen. Invest, invest in uh, 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 shoe deodorizers. You can spray the shoe and take them out to dry. And every day, change shoes every day. So if you have two pairs, you wear this today, tomorrow you wear that. You know, people, believe me, people watch you and say, oh, this man, he only has one sh- pair of shoes. But if you change today and change, it says, ah, you know, people, people notice. You think they don't, but they notice, especially those who are looking up to you. you know, those who you are mentoring. Those who think that, oh, they must dress like the boss. And if you are the same thing, the same thing every day, so... Whatever you say is, is, will be the same. They will show the same attitude because of how you are presenting yourself. So no short sleeve shirts and ties. When you go, you can wear the short sleeve if it's casual, something. But don't wear tie on them. It's a no-no, according to the people who designed this. In, if you must wear the short sleeve for a reason. If you are wearing a jacket over it and you are not taking it off, then fine. But if you are not and you are just casually dressed, if you have to wear a tie, wear long sleeves, please. And show a quarter of your sleeve under your suit, your suit coat. Mm? Bottom jacket always have done. The shirt should be lighter than the suit. Tie darker than the shirt. Ties matter. So wear normal tie. Don't wear the cartoon tie. You know, those ties with all kinds of motifs and all kinds of drawings and all kinds of things. Just make sure that they are simple. The lines are simple. And uh, they are not too loud to become the focus of your dressing. Okay? Be trendy, but be sensible about it. Don't follow, you know, where you do that. Is when the guys guys are meeting and they are in the nightclub or they are hanging out somewhere that is casual. You can display all the trendy uh, uh, ties you have. But in the office environment, you will never know who will be knocking on your door. So you have to look executive. 
Well, personal, we only focus on the attire and we forget about our skin. Simple cleansing, moisturizing, protecting and maintaining your skin would give you that healthy glow and speak volumes about you as a person. So always use gentle cleansers, water-soluble cleansers. FC has, we have them in all kinds of uh, uh, types for the various skin groups. And then uh, use soap if you know you'll be using a toner or an astringent. Soap is too alkaline for our skin. So most often it leaves our skin very slightly wrinkled. So I don't recommend using bar soaps for the face. For the body is fine, but for the face, no. Cleansers are better. But if you must use soap, it must be a corrective soap, like an acne soap or exfoliating soap or whatever. But when you are giving that, then you must add a toner and astringent to remove the sediments on the skin. The toner and the astringent will help to balance the skin. Take it back to the pH that will take away or prevent microorganisms from growing on the skin. Okay? Protect your skin. You moisturize your skin. The skin, after cleansing, washing and cleansing, you must replenish what you have taken out of it by degreasing it with the soap or the cleanser. So invest in a good moisturizer, cocoa butter, skin food, FC skin food, um, share butter or whatever that is good for your skin type. You need to moisturize your skin always and protect your skin as well. We, we uh, assume that because we are black people in this climate, we don't need protection you know, against the UV. The UV penetrates the surface and goes deeper into the, the, mis, the lay, deep inner layer and that is where it, it attacks our collagen and elastin fibers. And the collagen and elastin fibers determine how aged we look in old times. So if you want to age prematurely, then allow the sun to be burning your skin like that. The UVA will age you. The UVB will burn you. And so you need some physical block so you can filter the volume or quantity of rays you allow into your skin. Okay, so using sun protection is key with the uh, strength of 30 and 50. Most of the creams you buy from outside has the strength of, uh, they have the strength of uh, 15, 15 or 20. It's too low for our climate. That's SPF, that is sun protection factor, 15 or 20. It's ideal for temperate regions, but not for here. This area, you need 30 or 50. And then we see makeup as something that is a taboo. Most of us, the women, I don't wear makeup. We are proud of our natural skin. But see, makeup also helps to protect. It's a second layer of protection. If the color or the shade or the tone is right, gives you protection. The rays might go through your makeup and then the sun protection before it hits your skin. So it gives you some level of protection. Maintain your skin once or twice a week by using a gentle scrub. So once a week, even though you are washing your face every day, you will still be leaving small amounts of sediment. Their skin layer will be there, and grease would not all go. So you need to maintain it, like a mini facial at home. Just give yourself a, 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 a two-minute scrub or mask and rinse it off, and you see how fresh and unblocked your pores will be. And all the glands, the sweat glands, uh, uh, 
oil glands, I don't want to be technical, oil glands would perform properly. Once the skin is briefing well and the pores are clear, you will see that all the conditions of blackheads and you know, pigmentation problems, everything will be, all the blemishes will be off because you are encouraging proper cell turnover by maintaining weekly. Okay. Makeup is to protect, we said that, and then to camouflage flaws or blemishes. So if you have that occasional uh, black spot, you can use makeup to camouflage or to conceal it. And then it's a technique that your, your beauty therapist should guide you through. And then uh, it also enhances the features of your face. It camouflages the uh, imperfections and then enhances the perfect features that you have. And so if you have large eyes and you, that is your focal point and that is what you want to, people to see, there's a way that you wear your eyeshadow and your pencil subtly to make it look beautiful and bright. If you have very tiny eyes, there's a way to wear your pencil and your eyeshadow to make your eyes look big. And your lips can be minimized or, you know, be increased. So the, these are techniques that you, you, you are taught when you purchase your makeup. And first and foremost, you must get the right shade and the right tone. Usually we only go for, oh, it's not my color, it's not my color. It's not just about the color. It's also about the tone. It's, do you have a red tone, a yellow tone? or an olive tone. That's what you must check first. The color may look similar to what you've been using previously from another brand, but the tone may be red, and maybe your tone is yellow. If you, you stretch your skin, you will see if you are yellow or red. You will see much whatever shade on the inside of your arm to see if it matches, if you, it is too reddish or too yellowish on you. But avoid beige. The beige tones are for white people. So if you have any color, the darkest color, and it has beige tone, it's not for you. So don't focus on the color. Focus on the tone. Okay? For hair care, weekly visit to the salon for a good shampoo and deep conditioning is key for maintaining healthy hair. We are now, you know, championing natural hair. Because for the longest time, we have abused our hair and our bodies with chemicals that are, are injuring us today. They are making a rendering us infertile. They are giving us fibroids. They are giving us all kinds of uh, lifestyle diseases that were not or that were absent in the years gone. Because whatever we apply or whatever process we allow our hair to go through, the chemicals seep into our bloodstream, and they, uh, we cannot process them. And so they have to be stored somewhere. So they find the weakest organ and then attach themselves to it. And over time, before you know, a tumor or some growth is developing. So do we want to continue with this? No. You see that men don't have all, all these diseases that women have. It's because of simple cosmetic reasons. And so the creams we use, the strength, the um, active ingredients, the chemical processing... They are not good for us. Let's try to do fresh things. We are promoting natural hair. And natural hair without extensions. Because they are equally as bad as, you know, the chemically processed hair. Extensions. Why do we wear extensions? So we, we look like the white lady or 
what? Why do we wear, ladies, why do we wear the extensions? It's easier to manage. No, but you see, there are new ways of managing natural hair now. And people are actually very proud. Aren't you proud for wearing your natural hair? So let's, let's, let's not just copy blindly. As executives, we must also learn about these things. And then we can wear them proudly and confidently. And then the people looking up to you will say, Ah, my boss wears natural hair. And she will go, ah, Madam, why do you wear natural hair? Then you would teach her. She said, okay, so I'll grow my perm out. And so gradually we'll be correcting the wrong. We are just making uh, companies very rich and then buying the disease, paying for it. Men have gone from the bushy hair, Afro hair, to bald head. Because the women say they look more powerful. <laughs> or feel more powerful <laughs> when bald. You know, but there's also something there. Um, yes, men sometimes are lazy. Some of them are lazy, so they'll rather just go and shave it instead of keeping it nicely shaped and trimmed. And or sometimes, because of the gray hair, you don't want trouble. You don't want to be dying, which is also not good. So you just shave it all off. But gray too has some distinguished, you know, look to it. So just find what works with you. But if you must shave, make sure that you shave in the direction of hair growth. If you shave against the direction of the hair growth, the hair will coil back, pick gems from the surface of the skin, and then you develop razor bumps. It coils because of the type of hair we have. It's curly, it goes back into the skin, and then you have razor bumps. Or you pick what's from the surface of the hair, and you see all these things, funny things growing because... God did not design as black people in this climate to go that bold. We scrape the skin when we do that. Go short by all means, but don't take everything off against. Flow with it. Once you are flowing with the direction of hair growth, you are like sharpening the edge. So the hair has this fine tip to pierce the skin and come out. And so no razor bumps. Okay. We introduce the gems. The gems are on the surface of the skin. We t- introduce them into the skin. And once you shave, use aftershaves, aftershave lotions, or some lemon in water, diluted uh, lemon water, to wash off. At least you are sanitizing the area. Or you can use uh, the shaving gels and foams, for that matter. And always invest in some. AHA creams and acid cream that will help to descale the surface of the skin, soften the skin for easy penetration or for the uh, uh, easy penetration of the active ingredients and to allow the skin to be moisturized enough for hair to grow through. Okay. Nail care is very important for our looks. Take a look at your nails. Are they chipped? Has your nail polish color looking something? Once you hold the mic and you are doing all this, your girls and boys are looking, oh, why? The red and the black, all this and this. People will be making comments <laughs> instead of listening to you. So if you don't want trouble, fortunately, uh, now we have the natural gel polish that ladies can use. They are cheap-free and they, they last longer than the regular nail polish. So 
it's a bit expensive, but it's the best for us. And uh, as executives, let's not wear bright red and black and all those colors. Let's wear natural colors that at least you can keep for a month before you go for a refill. Okay? And gentlemen, ladies love nicely manicured hands. Am I lying? Ah! We'll take a look at your... Ah! We like them nicely manicured eh? and shiny. Same with your feet. <laughs> Same with your feet. So please go for pedicures. Your wife or sister or mother or girlfriend can always give you that pedicure. It's not difficult. Okay. Nicely in the done. Buff it and it shines. So invest in that because otherwise you will pay us so much money to get rid of the colors that will build on, the, uh, on your heels. In conclusion, Eat well. Balanced diet. Sleep well. 30 minutes exercise. Walk about your house a day for that you know, circulation to kick in. Manage your stress. Don't allow things to stress you out. Have time, quality time for home. You know, planning is everything. As you are planning your wardrobe, you are planning your business week and your business day. You have 24 hours. Eight of that is for your rest. Take that. So if you sleep five hours, you have three more resting hours to do. Find time for that, even if it's power naps, naps you take. You make, take the eight hours out of the 24 hours for your rest time. Okay? But try and sleep at least seven to eight hours a night. Try. It means you must leave work when you must leave work. Get home when you must get home. It's all part of the balance. So have quality time with the family. Otherwise, you will be procrastinating so many things. It would affect your family. It would affect you. It would affect all that you do. And work done will be zero. So make time for everything. Find time for everything. And plan your life. Okay? Only you can define your personal style. Others can advise, coach, and influence. But you have to define who you are and stay true to it. Thank you very much. 16 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock. I hope you have found this very instructive. Only you can define your personal style. Others can advise, others can coach you, but only you can define your personal style. So define it and stay true to it. And concluding thoughts, it will sleep well, manage your stress, have time for your home and your family, and very importantly, plan your wardrobe. That was the voice of Grace Amir Bing. She's the CEO of the FC Group. You want to call into the show, let's talk about your learnings from this personal development series. We started by talking about investment, then we moved on to pensions, we've done something on talent, we also did something on uh, last week on health management, and tonight it's been about executive dressing and personality management. The number to call zero two four four three four zero four three seven. Call into the show. Let's talk. Is there something that you have that has hit you the most? Is, is there something that you think is is the, the the biggest key that you are taking away from here? Call into the show. Let's talk. Zero two four four three four zero four three seven. And let, let's hear your thoughts or if you have a question you also can call in but next week we begin that big series we've been talking about it's going to be the first week in october and we're going to begin the series 
that we call Leaders Digest. Last year, we brought in some of the finest CEOs in this country. We are bringing another group of leaders, this time mixing corporate, religious, social leaders at the very highest level, and it promises to be absolutely explosive. And next week, we are starting the discussion on building a good society. Is it possible to build a great society, a society that we can look at and be proud of? Sometimes you talk to people and you you feel that they just are not excited about being Ghanaians, not excited about a great future. But next week, we'll explore, can we even dare to dream about a great nation and a great society? But I have a call on the line. Hello, good evening. Good evening, sir. Good evening, sir. Yeah, I've been following the program, and I want to know how in the, your socks and the trouser. Uh, some people say the trouser should go with the color. The trouser should be the same as the, that of the socks. People too say it should be like the the, the the color of the shoe. I don't know which is which now. But the madam couldn't talk about that one in particular. Think, you already talked about changing of feet and all those things. If you could help us a little bit, please. Well, well I'm, I'm not the expert about see, but she mentioned that the color of the socks must align with the color of the belt. And, and, and then she mentioned also, very importantly, I think the shoe and the belt. And she mentioned that the socks, there are yes. some new fashions that are very, sorry, there are some new fashions that are very contemporary socks. Well, it's a fashion, so you can do it. But otherwise, the, the, the socks must go with the, with the, with the shoe. She mentioned that as well, yes. yes. she mentioned that. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but she also Thank mentioned you. that the contemporary one, well, you can, you can, you can follow the tradition, but the, the, the fashion, but not to extremes. And especially in a corporate world, take note of it and don't go overboard. Okay. All, all right. Thank you very much. The number to call 0244340437. And I'm reminding you about the Leaders Digest coming off next week. We are featuring the Marketing Man of the Year, followed by the Marketing Woman of the Year, followed by Uncle James. Uncle James, but White is going to be on. You're going to have Dr. Joyce. You're going to have a long list of leaders at the very highest level bringing us their thoughts as we seek to build the good society. And very importantly, you, our listeners, will be here with us. Is it possible? Can we dare to build a good society? What will be the, the key pillars of a good society? Should we even contemplate it? Should we dream about it or should we just give up? And if you have some thoughts about the experience that you've had on the personal development series, you can still share them. 0244340437 is the number to call. Call into the show. Let's talk about your thoughts, your observations, and your experiences. Do you find some of the the prescriptions a bit too formal you want to be a, a bit of avant-garde or, or, or are you saying that have you had a bad experience did you ever do a red red on your way to an interview share them with us on the show and we'll be happy to to share it with our listeners but let me remind you that if you missed out on the career transition clinic yesterday there will be another opportunity in the month of october we are putting together a list of those who have expressed interest and so if you believe that you would like to share in the experience of the career transition clinic then the number to call to just log on your name and and your details is zero five four four three one five one six four if you missed out on that one the other number you can call is zero two four nine 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 five 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 just indicate that you would like to attend the career transition clinic in the month of october 
and we'll get back to you with the details to enable you to fully participate. But before I sign up, let me just bring you the thoughts of those who attended the show or, or did I say the show? Those who attended the clinic yesterday it was a very interesting experience. I had a lot of fun. I learned so much. Even as a resource person, I found it also very instructive participating in the other two sessions and I left very prepared, much more prepared for the future than I was before yesterday started. And I, I'm sure that for you out there also, you will find some of the expressions um, of the leaders who attended very instructive. So let's take the feedback from those who attended. But the number you want to call if you are interested, 024 But let's hear the thoughts of those who attended the Career Transition Clinic. Joseph Kebby originally from Liberia. It is something that is that is needed right across Africa. I wish the whole of Africa was here to to listen to this, to, to what the speakers have, have uh, had to say. Today, clearly, the sections have shown us that if you plan your life properly, no matter how much you're making, you can live a comfortable life in the future. And, and this is uh, something that you cannot get just anywhere. Captain Isaac Asarabidiako, I've learned so much, especially about investments and how to cultivate the habit of saving. What I will request is that such programs should be organized at regular intervals. Uh, above all, it's been very useful and most beneficial. My name is Karen Evans Helm. I'm an architect. Being a business owner, sometimes you can take things for granted, you know, a professional and all of that. But at least I know exactly what I'm working towards. When I retire, I know exactly how much money I should have put in savings and investments and all of those things. And so I know exactly what kind of lifestyle to expect. Starting today, there are lots of things that we're going to start doing differently. It won't be easy because these are not things you're used to and um, clearly from what has been said it will take a lot of discipline it's been a very refreshing and very insightful very useful and um, very very beneficial session I would wish that um, Reverend Alberto Okran and the team would be will probably do, be doing this once every month my name is Nyama well the prospects until the actions we are about to take were scary but all is not lost, and we will salvage and prosper. Dora, it's been so much help to me because, one, I have learned about repositioning my career as far as what I'm currently doing is concerned. And two, it's also given me an opportunity to also plan the rest of the years ahead of me as far as my retirement is concerned because I'm so young and I still have opportunity to make any corrections. My name is William Helm. For, for me, the key thing is the calculator that we did where we put in what we expect, how we want to live, and therefore what we need to put in preparation today. And also the networking. Beyond the key program that was presented here, the things I've learned from one-on-one talking to people and things like that, I think it's so great. And so I am very glad I came. And I was just telling her, but like, sometimes when you hear a program, you go like, oh, should I go, should I go? But when you come, you're blown away. Every time I come for a legacy and legacy program, I am totally blown away. And I want to say thank you. I'm so grateful I came. Coming up next is a walk with Jesus with Pastor 
Atokwa. Pastor Atokwa, come in and tell me, are you prepared for your retirement? Have you begun to put in the steps you need to take? And if you haven't, I am specially and specifically and intentionally and deliberately inviting you. Pastor Atokwa, sit down, sit down. Before you start the program. Have you prepared for your retirement? Uh, hmm. That's a huge question. I'm preparing. I'm preparing. I, I, I think you need a clinic. I'm preparing. It, it will give you very definite answers. <laughs> I'm preparing. Answers. And uh, I think uh, since you began the series, uh, you, you, you made mention of that. And um, we've spoken. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready to go through the clinic. Uh, I'll give you a special so seat next to me at, at, at the next clinic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert and E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus 233-2499-99000. You may also subscribe to www.albertokran.com, amazon.com or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, Always remember, you are blessed indeed. Oh, 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 o